Yo, yo, yo. It's Bryce back with another VFL Fantasy Podcast. Just going to have myself on today. Um, just going to be talking through my article. I thought it was easier to do it in podcast form. I'll also post it up on the page, but um, my initial article was going to be the top five or top ten worst trades in fantasy ever, but we've lost all of our um, history other than the 2015 season. So I can give a couple of glimpses into what those those trades were. There was, there was some absolute absolutely brutal ones, um, but I'll, I'll post them at a later date. What I'm going to do today is the worst top 50 draft picks in VFL fantasy history. So a bit of a history lesson for you newbies. There was, um, there's been some really bad ones and surprisingly all of the people who have made these bad selections are still in the league other than one. So that was um, in the first season. Um, going through these, I yeah, just tried to see who, the, who was the odd man out, compared all like the top 12 keepers with the basketball monster Oh, sorry, top 12 picks and top 24 picks with the basketball monster rankings for that year. And, <clears throat> um, yeah, got these results. So I'll get into it. Um, our first season was a 2014-15 season, which was no keepers, but I thought we'd count it anyway. Um, that was, yeah, our first year of the league. It was really wishy-washy, and um, that was when I made a real, real bad trade. Um, I think I, sorry, my kid's playing in the background. But, yeah, I'll post that up later. I was essentially – I drafted Westbrook at seven and then ended up trading him for Derek Rose, who was not great. I had no fucking idea what was going on. Um, so 2014-15 season, at pick 14, we had Andre Drummond by Brad. Um, Brad Armstrong, no longer in the league, but um, he – yeah, he, had, he asked for his wife to play in the league and we said no, so he wasn't allowed to be in the league anymore, which sucks. So sorry, Brad. Um, Andre Drummond, pick 14, finished up the season, ranked 82. So, sorry, JJ's trying to get to me. Give me a sec. Uh, all right, JJ feature on the on the podcast. He loves it. Um, so, yeah, that was by Brad. Obviously... Um, Drummond's hard because his rank gets pushed down by his horrendous free throw, but you got to take that into account when drafting a guy like that, that you should be able to get them later because unless you're punting, um, no one else is going to be touching him. So pick 14, definite reach um, for Andre Drummond. 2015-16 season, um, which was our first year that we had um, no redraft. So, oh, well, our first year, of the new keeper league as such. So we went in all fresh, um, knew that we we're going to be having, I think two keepers at the end of the season. So um, this was our first season of that. Uh, we had the worst pick that I found in the early rounds didn't end up being that bad, but when you look at how high he was taken in comparison to the players that were around him, um, we had Serge Barker picked at number 13, and he finished the season ranked number 61. Um, and those were number 13. Like, that was a chance to get, you know, guys like, um, who was there? Uh, I think John Wall. I know that he's no good now, but he was an animal back then. Um, Abaka was quite good, but he just wasn't wasn't that good. Um, that was actually by Stu. So 
Stu is not the only time he features on this list, uh, unfortunately for him. 2016-17 season. So this is rolling in with two keepers. So this is where it got a little bit difficult looking through the draft um, for who were the, the worst picks because you've got to go through all the keepers first and see see with those ones if there were any bad keepers kept. But this one was Mr. Callum Dennis picking Andrew Wiggins at pick 35, so our first round after keeper selections. And he finished rank 117 on the year. So not great, Bob. Um, but, yeah, I think Cal thought that Wiggins was going to be a beast. Took him early. There was a lot of hype, hype around Wiggins, but obviously it's a bust. Um, yeah, sorry. The kid's, kid's still going in the background. Of course, he was completely fine for the last five hours. And the second I start this, he's going. Um, 2017-2018 season, um, we actually had four keepers to start with. Um and featuring again is Andrew Wiggins, taking a pick 40, um, so as actually a fourth keeper selection by Lockie, and he finished rank 158 on the season. So Wiggins, the double strike in back-to-back years, bust, bust, and not much has changed with Andrew Wiggins. He's still a shit cunt, and, yeah, probably would never be kept in a fantasy league of the VFL Fantasy League again. 2018-19 season. Um, first year of three keepers. Um, this was uh, a, hard, a tough pill to swallow for me because I was <laughs> looking at these, trying to find any excuse to get out of this this um, one that I'm going to mention now. But everyone knows it. Everyone remembers when I drafted him. It was Brandon Ingram. Um, took him at 36, which was with my third keeper selection. The amount of talent on the board over him was astonishing at that point in time. He finished ranked 224 on the year. Um, probably one of my biggest draft mistakes. Um, but as you probably know, it's not my only time I feature on this list. So, um, yeah, pick what is it? Pick 36 and ranked 224. That's pretty fu- pretty much fucked my season. Um, but I ended up trading him. Can't remember who for. I ended up trading him. I think to Lockie or Jack. Can't remember. But yeah, um, Brandon Ingram. Much thoughts at the time. Um, I was just. I remember being just so stuck for that pick. I was just so so completely like had no idea who to select. Um, and I, I think that was the Luka Doncic. Um, draft where I took him as my first or second keeper, I think second keeper, um, and it's completely stuck, completely cooked. And I saw on the ESPN lists that they had Ingram so high, and I was like, oh, "Fuck, I'll just take Ingram." Um, and I hated him as a player, and I was just—I had no idea why I did it. Um, I regretted it the second I clicked the button and clicked draft. So happy to wear that one. Um, that was probably looking here. Yeah, that was the biggest disparity in pick and rank. So pick 36, rank 224. You do the math. That's shit. Um, our 2019-20 season. So another season of three keepers. Um, this one is pretty hard to believe, but 
it was Stu and using his pick 37, so first selection after his keepers, it was Julius Randle. And he ended up pick, uh, sorry, rank 140 on the season. So it wouldn't have been a bad pick now as Toby's um, draft shows. But yeah, that was a bad year for Randall. It was a bad pick at the time, if I'm honest. Um, it came out of nowhere. It was just a bit of a hype pick. Didn't pan out, but that was it by Stu. Um, 2020 to 2021 season. This might be unfair, but... Um, I think he hung on for a little bit too long and that was Andre Drummond selected as a keeper by Jack. So three keepers, he selected Andre Drummond as one of them and he finished rank 113 on the season. Um, Drummond's also featured twice on this, this list, mostly because of how, how poor his free throws are, but um, you can make the point that if Jack didn't take him, someone else might have, um, who was also punting, maybe Steve or something. Steve had a pretty pretty stacked lineup or um but yeah you know i think drummond if you're reaching for him as a keeper you're better off just potentially moving out of that build but yeah that was by jack and this year so um was me pick 42 lamarcus aldridge that was a shocker i don't know what the hell I was doing. Um, actually, I do know what I was doing. I was following ba- Basketball Monster to a T, um, and they completely fucked me. Well, that that um, draft tracker completely fucked me. It's crazy. You'll go into a, a year doing so much research, listening to multiple podcasts, doing all this different stuff to gather this knowledge, but go in armed with heaps of knowledge and then say, yeah, cool, I'm just going to follow this draft tracker bit by bit and not use any of my knowledge and just leave it up to this little tracker. So yeah, that was a bit of um bit of a shit one by me. He finished so I picked him at 42, he finished 118th on the year in ranking and played 26 games. So the ranking wasn't too bad, but yeah, 26 games and it was shocker. I ended up dropping him at some point, picking him back up or yeah, something like that. But yeah, that was the start of a very poor season. And when you pick LaMarcus Aldridge at 42 and he plays 26 games and then retires in your your season, then you're not going to do too well. That was my first selection after keepers. But, yeah, give me um, – that. that's the list. Um, so, yeah, the, those were the worst draft picks inside the top 50 in VFL fantasy history that I could see. So have a look. Give me your thoughts. Um, don't skip to the end. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Mitch. Please just listen all the way through. Um, and, yeah, this has been a VFL Fantasy Commissioner production. Bye.